Welcome to Con Langer, the podcast about constructed languages, the people who create them. I'm George Corley, uh, and this is a short episode today. First of all, before I get into the actual episode, I'm saying, I'm going to say, hey, Conlang has an entry in the Oxford English Dictionary. I'll uh, put a link in the show notes to that. Um, it's, uh, it looks like it's like, you know, one of those definitions where because it's an abbreviation, they just put a pointer to constructed language and such. But, hey, it's documented in the OED. It's good. And they cite, they cite even like, uh, Usenet stuff from 1991. So, that's cool. But anyway, that's not the topic of this show. What I wanted to, uh, talk about is something that I, I, I realized was missing when we talked about uh, pigeons and creoles in the last episode. Um, and uh, thanks to uh, Christine Schreier for reminding me as well uh, in the comments of that episode. Um, what we talked about mainly in that show was the classical creolization process, which involves a certain kind of context situation and also results in something where you get all of your lex- lexical material from one language, usually a language that had has a lot of prestige, and the grammatical material may be partially influenced by the source languages and partially just completely new, made on the spot. There are other kinds of contact languages that occur. I'm not talking about borrowing here. I'm talking about new languages still uh, that are called mixed languages. And they're called mixed languages because they're more bit of what's what well, mixed language is more actually like piecemeal stuff. So um, there are a few examples of this in the Americas. Uh, the mm, I, I've seen one mentioned called uh, Mechef or Michif that's Cree in French. Uh, the one I want to talk about right now, because I've been reading a little bit about it, is uh, what's called Copper Al- Island Aleut. It is a mixed language that involves Russian and Aleut because it's um, it's situated on Copper Island, uh, which is uh, it's it looks like it's sort of part of the Aleutian chain. So you know that chain of islands that stretches out from Alaska. Um, and um, so it's sort of between Russia and Alaska. And basically, it's a little foggy on the history of it. But apparently, there was a Russian colony there for a while. And they mixed with the the local Aleuts. And then the Russians left. But they left behind... Uh, what, well, they left behind Creoles in the, in, in the old... Um, uh, sense of the word as it applies to people and is that it was people who, uh, of, of Russian ancestry who were born in that little colony. And those people, and again, it's a little foggy on the details exactly why, why this language arose. It seems to be that there were sort of a sort of a group of people that got special status as sort of go-betweens between the Russians and the Aleuts. But these people uh, came to speak a language that we're calling 
Copper Island Aleut, also called uh, uh, Medie uh, Aleut. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. But the the interesting fact that everyone likes to point out about it is the nominal inflection system is Aleut, but the verb inflection system is from Russian. Now, this is not the only way that it's mixing, but just to, to point this out. So, basically... There's still a little bit of sort of simplification and, and, and change to it. It borrowed from the, the article that I read that I'll link in the show notes. It looks like it borrowed the, the present tense inflections of Russian. And then some, some parts of the past tense paradigm, but there, that may have been, uh, somewhat reanalyzed and such, didn't borrow the entire system, but it borrowed substantial chunks of the system. It didn't, you know, you know, whereas a classic Creole typically takes mostly just lexical material and generates the new grammar in order to make it into a language. Sometimes, sometimes they inherit a little bit of grammar if their languages are close together and such like that. For copper and it's like you took a grammatical system for Russian and grafted it in. And the other thing about it is that it's not a classic Creole in that it doesn't have a clear lexifier. Uh, and again, uh, the article I, I will link has sort of a breakdown of how um, how different sort of parts of speech and stuff are dominant uh, Russian or Aleut. Again, the inflectional systems for nouns... Is our Aleut for verbs are Russian, but that doesn't the it's not borrowing all Russian verbs and then using all Aleut nouns. There's still loan. There's still borrowing going on in both senses of that. In that there are Aleut uh, verbs and uh, Russian nouns that made it into language, but they still are carrying the inflectional systems of the two languages. That is sort of like, you know, you end up with things like an Aleut root that with Russian past tense, uh, verb morphology tacked onto it. It's interesting things. Again, I, I will link that in the show notes. I just wanted to highlight it very quickly. I might, we might someday do a, a feature on that if I can find more material on, uh, on, uh, Copper Island Aleut. Um, but so far, what I ha- saw was a little bit of sociolinguistic information and um, and uh, a little bit of a grammatical description, uh, just sort of a, a grammatical sketch that's mostly focusing on the contact effects. Uh, so I thought I would point that out to people. Um, there, there are other languages like this. There's a language that people cite called uh, Mechif that's Cree and French, and I, I didn't read so much on that, but apparently the, the nouns are more French there and the verbs are more Cree in that one. Um, and I'm sure that you can find examples where it's not nominal system of one language and verbal system of another language. I'm, that's not necessarily what I'm trying to point out here. What I'm just trying to point out is the idea of you can have things that are not like a Creole in that they don't create a whole new language out of just purely lexical material. You can have 
you can have these sort of piecemeal things going on, these sort of... I don't know if they're quite as common as Creoles, though, but it's a different thing. And so uh, I just wanted to fill in that little hole that we were talking about, that, that we left when we were talking about pigeons and Creoles. And uh, I didn't want to make it look like Creolization is the only way two languages could merge, so to speak, or a number of languages could merge, so to speak. Um, so, in any case, I hope you guys liked that episode, and happy conlang. Thank you for listening to Conlangery. You can find our archives and show notes at conlangery.com. You can send questions, comments, or topic or featured language suggestions to conlangery at gmail.com. To submit a Conlang or Natlang greeting for the top of the show, see our Contribute page for details. Web space for Conlangery is provided by the Language Creation Society, and our theme music is by Null Device. <laughs>